Hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome back <laughs> to another week of the show. Mm-hmm. Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. <laughs> it's us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, how is your week, Cece? How is everybody doing? I hope everyone's doing wonderful. Yes. Tell me what's going on. What's up? Mm-hmm. So my week was, if out of one and 10, I'd say it was like a five. Yeah? It was a little turbulent. <laughs> my week was actually kind of turbulent, too, when I think about it. Okay, yeah. So, my quote this week comes from American Horror Story Season 1. Okay. And Violet says, I hate here. I hate everyone. <laughs> and that's my quote this week because I went back to school on campus. Oof. And when I, wa- I was waking up in the morning <laughs> thinking about so many things, like, I realized I hadn't gotten dressed for school in over a year. So, I didn't know what to wear i was like what does a student, a student wear, wear these days <laughs> <laughs> because i have like my work clothes and I have my go out clothes but school i guess that just got lost in the wardrobe over the past year there are no like graphic tees and jeans there are the none so yeah that was turbulent and then when i got there It's an hour drive to my campus. If you guys are OG listeners, you've heard me talk about school and it's just far as fuck. So that was annoying. I had to be around people. And I realized that I also don't hang out with new people anymore. Mm. Like I have my set coworkers and my friends and Uh that's how it's been for the past year. Uh And now it's just like all these new New people. people. So it's like, I hate you all. (laughs) Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Just to catch anybody up, this is, season two this is a new season so if you're a new listener just to let you in on what we're doing right now Mm -hmm. every week we share a quote from either a tv show or a movie just to let you in on what we've been going through what our vibe is what's going on in the world Mm -hmm. how we're feeling just to catch you up on what's going on with us so that's what we're sharing right now so my quote this week comes from the movie freaks and geeks no the show and I don't know the character's name, but he says, I don't need another friend. I already have two. <laughs> and this just takes me back to the weekend. Last weekend, I had this like big go out weekend planned with my best friend. <laughs> and we had all these plans. We had table reservations. We had bottles to pop. We had dinner reservations. We had like just so many plans. Happy hour strip clubs like it was like a whole thing Mm -hmm. so friday night you know we go out and we end up doing like happy hour and like one thing and then ended up at a strip club and stayed out all night but i realized like my like little squad that i have is just like so solid right now like Mm -hmm. i'm loving us i'm loving our vibe it's like me my best friend my cousin who's like my sister best friend slash everything and we just always have such a good time and we just had such a good time on friday night like we were so lit like we literally got in at like 7 30 in the morning like closed down the strip club like us and the strippers were like bye bye friends And yeah, we just, you know, I have my two friends. I feel like, do I need new friends right now? No. I just feel like very content and happy with my squad and the vibes that we're setting up for the summer. Mm-hmm. But you also have to know that after Friday, all the other plans went out the window. <laughs> oh, 
girl, we are old. We are washed. I just, like, literally, <laughs> we were supposed to do brunch on Sunday. Like, literally, Friday night happened, and we just went so hard, so fast. Saturday morning, we woke up, and we were just like, everything hurts. <laughs> like, we slept all day. I had to cancel our table reservations, cancel our restaurant reservations, cancel our brunch reservations. It was a mess. We were, and it lasted all week. I was not normal feeling until like, I think yesterday, like I was just done. Bless That's you. so, thank you. But I found that so funny. Like <laughs> completely washed. Like mm-hmm. I was like, Milo, I'm like sick. I ha- This morning I woke <laughs> up with a nosebleed. Like I'm still what? going through it. Like it was so, it was so turbulent Girl. after that. But I had such a good time. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. You know, Ryan almost started going through it too, but I had to like make him push through. Because, okay, so my boyfriend's name is Ryan. We went out on Friday and then we also had put on Saturday and he almost didn't want to go. Girl. He's a little bit older than me though and he was like, you want to drink again? You want to continue? And I was like, yeah. We were trying to rally on Saturday and I was like, I can't believe I actually have to put on heels again. (laughs) And Milo was just like, oh my god, I didn't even think of that. And I was just like, I can't. I can't do it. Like, my feet are numb. I can't do it. To be fair, I went out in chanclas on Saturday night. (laughs) Wow. I did a chancla moment, but we went to win one, so a chancla was appropriate. I feel like I can't go out in flat, like it's either a sneaker vibe or a heel vibe. And Mm -hmm. I'm like over 30, so it's always a heel vibe for me. Yeah. You know, I just, I don't go out in a flat. (laughs) (laughs) I was wearing like a, like a sexy, like beachy outfit though. So the chancla was like, okay. Okay. And we went to Miami. Miami looks like Tulum. Yes. So. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get into the show mm-hmm. since we did all of that. Yes. This week, we are talking about two shows mm-hmm. that we watched. The first one being called Safe, and it's on Netflix. And the premise of this show is a single father who is a prominent surgeon and lives in this like very prestigious gated community. His daughter goes missing one night after a party. And, you know, he's just trying to uncover what happens to her, trying to find her, figure out what happened to her. Her boyfriend also turns up dead two days later. And it's just like a whirlwind of things that keep happening. Mm -hmm. So, Cece, what did you think? Because you're looking at me like, girl, this was not it. So I watched the first three episodes of this show and I had to stop. I hated it. It was so goofy. (laughs) You guys, so (laughs) this is going to sound weird, but I don't like comedy. It wasn't a comedy. (laughs) But like, it seemed like it should have been because the people were so goofy. Like, I got up to the part where the parents were moving the boyfriend's body and the mom (laughs) fell down the stairs and I was just like... We're making jokes about this little boy being dead? Like, really? No, but it was, like, dark. It was a... This whole show was very dark. That was not dark to me. It was goofy. What? It was, like... It was... It was... (laughs) It was Dexter. I don't know. The guy from Dexter is the main character in this show. Well, he wasn't doing it for me this time. 
I just thought it was a lot of back and forth. Like I was like, whoa, it was like first it was like the friend was with the daughter. Then it was the, the boyfriend. Then he she came home and then it was this. It was just like a lot of back and forth. And usually I like that. But at some points I was just like, where what's happening? It was just a little absurd. Like, like when the woman fell down the stairs, I was like, am I supposed to laugh? Am I supposed to feel uncomfortable? Like, what is this? It just didn't seem dark or serious enough for, like, the storyline. My biggest problem was some of the characters, like, okay, so the husband, the, the, the father, he is dating the main, the head detective on his daughter's case. Mm-hmm. She's Marcella vibes. Very Marcella vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and he, his daughter's missing. Her boyfriend's dead. And she's investigating all of this. And she just seems like she doesn't give a fuck that the daughter is missing. Like, yeah, literally... To the end, I watched to the end of the show. She never once was like, how are you? How are you doing? She just was like, I don't business with your daughter. Like, I'm trying to solve this murder. Yeah. Um. It was just very, like, she bothered me. I was like, there's something wrong with her. Like, I don't understand how this woman doesn't, isn't, like, more empathetic towards her boyfriend's daughter being missing (laughs) yes her and also what is also weird you find out in like the last episode she grew up with the wife his ex-wife his wife had died Mm -hmm. and so she was longtime friends with his wife from childhood and it's like this is your good good friend's well first of all you took her man now that she's dead (laughs) take people man and then you don't even care that the girl is missing like you're worried but you're not worried enough like i was like sis you need to be more worried yeah if that was your best friend's daughter like what your man's daughter is missing has been missing for seven days and you're over here worried about your son being sick and and not wanting him to be questioned that happens at one point in the show as well okay so yeah it was just very like she bothered me and you get at the end of the show i'm going to spoil the show for everyone right yeah, now. yeah tell me because i didn't watch it <laughs> she, okay so she okay you know the fire that was at the school so mm-hmm. the at the local high school there was a fire way 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 back in the day when the mother would have been a teenager she mm-hmm. was friends with it was like a group of five friends the friend was helen the next door neighbor um bobby the nightclub owner Mm -hmm. the mother and two other people Mm -hmm. um basically they broke into the school to to seek revenge on a teacher basically they just wanted to trash his his classroom and they ended up setting the fire that killed those kids and their friend died so they basically covered up that they were the ones that set the fire years and years ago so Mm -hmm. that's kind of like this hidden buried secret that the mom was carrying around until she died Mm -hmm. and she ended up like saying to the next door neighbor like somebody needs to know about this like we need to like you know oh pay to like yeah for it so the daughter started to investigate what happened at the school and she's just like on this rampage with the boyfriend trying to figure out what happened they find this videotape surveillance of them setting the fire that had been like really old all the stuff happens so she had kind of she had reached out to bobby she had reached out to helen and she was like the daughter was basically 
staying at Helen's house for the days leading up to her, from from her dis- disappearance. And she was hiding out there because she didn't want to face her father again. He was, she was like, and now I know that my mother's a murderer. She killed, she was one of the reasons why mm-hmm. those kids died. I don't want to go home. I can't tell my dad this. So, so she, that's why she was so pissed off. So that's why she was pissed show. off. And that's why she was missing. But then she finds out like, oh, now my boyfriend is dead. They're going to think mm-hmm. I'm involved. Da, 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 da. Whole thing. So she stays hidden for so long ends up being that the guy Bobby like basically kidnaps her and is like holding her hostage almost because he's like I don't want the truth to come out I don't want to go to jail which one is Bobby Bobby is a nightclub owner that she went to go see Mm -hmm. and it comes to find out that at the party the detective lady she went to go pick up her son Bumped into the boyfriend. He was all like, you need, you're a hypocrite. Da, 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 da. You killed those kids. Oh. She's totally caught off guard. And she killed a boy. She killed a boy mm-hmm. because he like recorded her on the cell phone admitting to it. And she was like, please don't tell anybody. Da, 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 da. He's like, you're a, you're a hypocrite. You need to go down for this. You arrested me. Blah, 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 blah. All this stuff. So she ended up killing the boy. And leaving she left him, the body. Though. Leaving the body. So the entire investigation, she's treating the whole thing like very weirdly. And she's treating the her boyfriend very like odd because it's like it's her murder. Yeah. That makes sense. And she's trying to fe- figure out like where is the missing piece between me killing the boy and the and daughter the- getting killed going missing she yeah. like cannot and also understand. the body being gone yes she just cannot understand what's happening between the two and so she that's why she's being all like shifty and weird but then eventually he the basically the father figures it out whatever confronts her and then she goes to jail oh okay so it was like a one season show yes okay well it wasn't for me <laughs> Let us know if you guys liked it. Safe on Netflix. You know what's weird though? I thought this was new. This show was, it's a British show from 2018. Mm. And I guess maybe it's like just now on Netflix. It's like new on Netflix because it came up on Myla's Netflix over the weekend. And that's how I even started watching it. We were watching it in our hungover haze. (laughs) And, but I think it's been on Netflix for a while. So I don't know. Interessant. Yes. Yeah. But (laughs) I put Adriana on to another show, okay? A real missing person, like, dark show, (laughs) summer teen drama, okay? Real good, you guys. It's called Cruel Summer. Mm -hmm. It's on Freeform, but you can also find it on Hulu. And it is amazing. Tell me your thoughts from the first episode. Okay, I watched the first episode today, and oh my god, banger. (laughs) I realize I love a murder mystery, so it doesn't matter if it's bad or good. I'm going to enjoy it. That's Mm -hmm. why I liked Safe. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But this is interesting. So the first episode, I love that they're cutting between the three years that this show takes place. 1993, 1994, 1995. Yes. And you're getting to see the main character, Jeanette, in like, her past life, current, like, uh, like her past past life, her in-between life, and then her current life. Mm-hmm. And it takes place 
over these three years and they keep going back and forth and back and forth. So you're seeing how kind of an evolution has gone on with her personality and her persona and her place within high school and her friend group has changed and warped just so drastically over those three years. Mm -hmm. I love I love when shows like move back and forth like yeah. that. And I feel like it's so relatable and accurate because when you're young, things change so, so fast. fast. Your life could be completely different in a year. Yeah. Your friend group changes so quickly at that age. Mm -hmm. And you're just like trying to fit in and be normal and feel accepted. And yeah. Yeah. So every episode takes place on the same day over three years. So they'll flash between June, June 26, 1993, 1994, 1995. 1993, everything's great. She's uh, living life. Uh, she's uh, coming into her adolescence. She's 15 and, years old. Yeah. Um, 1994 everything's different she doesn't have the same friends she's blossomed she's no longer this nerdy little kid she's mm -hmm. like cute and she has a boyfriend and you're like okay she's on the up and up but something kind of strange is happening i don't know if you see that in episode yeah, uh -huh. one but yeah one you of the girls that the the popular girl has gone missing and she's now jeanette is now dating her ex-boyfriend yeah. or her boyfriend Jeanette has kind Jeanette's the main character she's kind of assumed the popular girl position because the main popular girl is gone yeah but and you don't really know why yet or what no. happened and uh, yeah and then in present day 1994 you're seeing her she's just completely rec uh, she's a complete recluse um and she's on trial mm -hmm. for something to do with Jeanette. I thought for it something was... to do with the popular girl. Jeanette's the main oh, girl. Oh, uh, she on what's the popular girl's name? Um, Kate. Kate. Mm -hmm. She's on trial for something to do with Kate, and you don't know what. I thought she was going to be dead, mm -hmm. and then it's revealed that Kate is alive, mm -hmm. and she came back. She was rescued from this like kidnapping held hostage situation and you're just kind of left at the end of the first episode like wait so she's alive what now what what happened was okay so the show is up until episode five right now of course i had to binge it and see what happened i can't wait for you to continue watching it but the show takes a couple of crazy turns very very crazy really you start to think okay what did jeanette do to this girl what did this kidnapper do to the popular girl yeah and then you start to see all of the different characters how they interact with each other in this small town in the 90s it's just such a i love it when shows can really capture a time i have to say in just the first episode mm -hmm. i was like this is so so spot on. Yes. Just for the freedom that the kids have. Mm -hmm. They're riding around in their bikes. The music that they're using is just like, they're talking about going to boys to men's concerts. Like mm -hmm. it is perfectly placed. Like it is, it just completely brings you. I feel like this is what, um, Carrie Washington and what's her name show? 
Oh, Little Fires Everywhere. I feel like this is what they were trying to do with mm-hmm. their stage and everything, but this is just doing it so much better. Like, yeah. I thought that. I was like, wow, this is, like, really setting the scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is one of the best teen dramas I've seen in a while because it doesn't feel like a teen drama. It feels like anybody at any age could watch this because they could relate to coming of age in this time or they yeah. could relate to these young people's struggles. Yeah. Of course, they can't relate to somebody going missing. Not everybody can, but just the the turmoil, the changing, the coming of age mm-hmm. and realizing that the world isn't as beautiful and great as you thought it was when you were a kid. Mm-hmm. It's like one of those shows. It just hits the nail on the head. This is what that Quibi show wanted to be. Yes, this is exactly <laughs> what they wanted to be. And it's funny because in the Quibi show, it was the neighbor. And like in this small town, in this show, like you suspect everybody of what happened. Well, at the end of the first episode, you found out that she was kidnapped by the assistant principal that moved to town mm-hmm. and bought the big house. Yeah. By himself. I thought that was super suspect. I was like, Mm -hmm. this young single man who's an assistant principal is buying this huge house by himself. Yeah. Like, weird. Super weird. And it was literally to torture homegirl in the basement. That's (laughs) crazy. Right? I just can't, I can't wait to keep watching. Like, this was super intriguing. And I have to say, I'm not a fan of, like, teeny bopper shows i Mm -hmm. never am into the free form the cw yeah shows i'm in yeah they rarely get it right but this one is really good this is really good Mm -hmm. and i can say that just off the first episode yeah and i will say you guys although this is another story of like violence against women you don't see like i'm at episode five and you don't see the popular girl kate get tortured you don't see anything bad happen to her it's just implied that like the year that she was locked in the basement some shit happened yeah and i really liked that i hate seeing uh, people you know it triggers me i'm just like why do we have to see this again right Mm -hmm. violence against women shouldn't be a genre but yeah this this is great and it's not scary it's not too jarring i like it okay Mm -hmm. can't wait we'll tune in next week we'll be back and we'll talk about the first five episodes in depth Mm -hmm. let's do that (laughs) for sure okay all right guys now it is time for tea tea time cheers clink (laughs) What do you have for me, Selena? So the Ellen DeGeneres show is no more. (laughs) It's coming to an end. Yes. And rumor has it that Tiffany Haddish may be her replacement on daytime TV. What do you think of this? I feel like Tiffany Haddish isn't like daytime friendly. I actually think she is daytime friendly. Really? I think, like, they, she has that show with the kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. And I feel like she's so relatable. And I feel like people really like her. I really like her. And people are rooting for her to do well. Mm. Like, since she came on the scene, I just feel like everybody wants to see her win. Yeah. You know, she has, like, that the cardi b effect like you know Mm. everybody wants to see her win yeah and i feel like that could work on daytime i would have never thought of her for something like that but now that it's been said i'm like "Hmm, i like it yeah i see the vibes i see the vibes Mm -hmm, definitely um what do you think of just ellen ending the show after last year the year she had 
what do you think um i definitely wasn't surprised i felt like this was coming um and uh, uh, things probably just were never the same after all of the bullying allegations came out Mm -hmm. i feel like people want their daytime person to be wholesome and nice and funny and just like uh, never done anything wrong and the fact that it came out that ellen was mean people just could not relate like not many people can relate to uh, a raising bitch raging <laughs> bitch yeah but i love ellen so this is also a little sad she said she released um an interview with for variety and she was saying that she's like they asked her like is is what happened last year to do with your decision to quit and she's like if i if it was why i was quitting i would not have come back this year i really did think about not coming back because it was devastating but i wanted to keep going Mm. she says that the reason that she's leaving now is because she doesn't feel like the show is a challenge to her anymore okay I don't think so <laughs> i don't think so either maybe she's just tired and it's time to move on to something else she feels like she lost her her she thing. says she felt like the allegations were orchestrated and coordinated hmm. interesting very interesting <laughs> i saw the funniest tweet that was like homegirl said i'd rather quit than be nice to people <laughs> Like, there's no way for those two things to not be brought together, like, to be connected. Like, you don't have the year that she had last year come back and then decide to quit and it not have anything to do with one another. This is one of those things where she wants to quit while she's up. She doesn't want to wait until it goes down into the ground. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Quit while your head's still above water. Exactly smart yeah so we'll see if she does anything else in the future if she just retires yeah mm-hmm. i think she will she has a show on hbo max oh really? that she's like the executive producer of it's like ellen's next design star oh and what is it interior design it's interior design because she has fun. like a line of like stuff and you know She's not, like, in it. She's not, like, the host of it, but she's, like, attached to it. Okay. And she has that other game show. She does? Doesn't she? Isn't she the host of some game show? I don't know if that's still on, but that was... that She was on that, too. Oh, I didn't She'll know. be back in some other capacity. She's going to probably do a podcast. Oh, she's definitely going to do a pod. <laughs> For sure. For that's sure. That's the next move. She's going to get a Spotify deal. Right. And... Or- yeah yeah definitely okay you know (laughs) but what do you have for us um now what i want to talk about is juliana ranzik has decided to quit her contract with e she will no longer be hosting any shows or any of the red carpets and she is being replaced with laverne cox as e's official correspondent for live from e I didn't realize Laverne was her replacement. Yes. Wow. I'm surprised Laverne is going into hosting and not continuing with acting. 
Because she's an amazing actress. I thought so too, but then I remembered. Remember she is trying to get into hosting because she did do that Kim Kardashian show. Oh, the makeup show. (laughs) And that was a hot ass mess. So I just don't know how I feel about this for her. Yeah, I mean, her persona on the Kim show was really weird. Very weird. She was trying to be tough like Tyra, but also like soft. So I don't know about that one, but maybe she's just going to turn up the charm on the red carpet. And I think she is likable. I think she's very likable. I think she's very personable. I just, I don't know. I feel like this is a step down. Like, didn't she win an Emmy? She did. I just feel like you're going to go from being at the Emmys to hosting the red carpet. Yeah, I don't love this career move for Laverne. But for Juliana, I think it was time. Oh, for sure. It's way past her time. She needed to go. Um, E is just really going through some things. They have, like, no shows. They, yeah, I just don't know what's going on over there. Yeah, E is really sad. I was really hoping they were going to bring in some new blood, you know, let one of the young girls have a chance and make a name for themselves. Right. You know? And even one of their other correspondents, I don't know her name. She's, like, the kind of, like, thick blonde girl. Um, oh, her. I know That her. just had a baby. Yes. She's quitting also. Mm, interesting. Yeah, they need some new... They need some fresh meat. Yeah. Because Zuri has left mm-hmm. and that girl has left. I think her name is, like, Caitlin or something. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. I just... I just don't like this for Laverne. Yeah, me neither. They couldn't get anybody else. They couldn't have got one of the Lady Gang girls. I know Kelsey would have been such yeah. a good, but they 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 canceled the Lady Gang show. Oh. They didn't renew them for a second season. Hmm. So they mad at E. I just feel <laughs> like E never makes the right decisions. Yeah, their management needs to do better. Like, never, ever. Yeah. Or maybe they need new management. Because something that's going on in a lot of um, media companies right now is that the management is getting old and they're getting new editors, new producers. Like, that happened in my newsroom. That happened at um, the LA Times and a bunch of TV stations. So, like, it seems like those people that really made all of the programming um, in the... 80s 90s 2000s they're retiring and new people are coming in so maybe it's just time for e to get new management and new producers mm, maybe yeah interesting make it fun again mm. and i just want to follow up on something we talked about last week colton underwood he <laughs> what he do now <laughs> well he has revealed that the reason why he came forward with coming out is because he was being blackmailed <laughs> by the ex no he didn't so say by he who. says that he was secretly um being blackmailed by someone he doesn't know that saw him he he went to a like a gay spa not a gay spa like a spa that's known for like gay men to visit or whatever and they (laughs) it was he received like nude photos of himself they were just basically like we're gonna release these nude photos of you in this gay spa (laughs) if you don't pay us so he basically 
was like, oh my God, he forwarded the email to his publicist. And then the publicist was like, okay, we'll handle it. We'll get ahead But of then this. we're like, okay, so like, what's the tea? And he was yeah. like, well, uh, this is the tea. And he was, they were like, okay, so we're, you're coming out. Mm, okay, so let me get this straight. So he didn't know he was gay, but he was frequenting a gay spa. Like for you to be caught at a gay spa, you had to have gone there more than once, baby. Yeah, he said that he had been there just a few times. <laughs> and he knew he was gay. <laughs> no, he definitely knew he was gay because he even said that he had experimented with men previously to even being on The Bachelorette. Not full on sex, but a hookup because he was a virgin, but he did have a few hookups with men. You see? And then he went on The Bachelorette. Like, sir. Uh, I mean, when he first came out, the excuse was, I didn't know. I was repressing it. He fucking knew he was gay. Right. And he dragged all of those women through Especially Cassie. He knew he was gay. He'd been known he was gay. He'd known he was gay. I know. I thought the same thing when I when I read this article. Um, yeah, I just don't understand. The The industry seems to really be embracing him. He was He's on the cover of Variety. He has the Netflix deal. Like, the industry is supporting him. And I understand why. But at the same time, like, he's a problem. Like, this is not yeah. the person that we want to, like, be giving this to definitely i y'all know how i feel about him i don't think he's brave i don't think he's a good person like you've got to be a really shitty person to be gay and go on national television and date women right it's like what lot. was the reason it's really just a lot yeah he's a crazy person i'm calling it i agree anyways let's talk about what we both really want to talk about j-lo and benny trap money benny the rumors are true i can't believe this is true i don't remember what i said last week but i just cannot actually i didn't really believe it was true so last week i said and i remember exactly what i said Benny, Ben Affleck, he seems like the type of ex that you just always go back to. Like that one I ex. do believe that. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at old photos of them and they were really cute together back in the day. They like, were amazing. <laughs> they were everything. <laughs> they were really cute. Very mm-hmm. hot. And I had to go back and read up on this because I was like, wait, why did they break up? What mm-hmm. happened? And basically, three days before their wedding, they were, like, making final arrangements. And they were, like, we have to hire three body decoys in three different locations. And they were just, like, this is... They were engaged. I didn't remember Yeah, they were, like... Yeah. The wedding was three days out. Yeah. And they were, like, this is a circus. We cannot do this. So they postponed the wedding. And then it was just, like... Like, this has just been so... This is a whirlwind, and it's just, like, too much. It's too much pressure, and they called things off. But he basically broke up with her. And at the time, it was very, like, it's mutual, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then... And j don't like to get broken up with, so I know she was mad. Yeah, and then years later, he was like, it was just a circus, and it just got out of hand. 
You see, that's why I love Benny, okay? Benny is like a hometown, like Boston boy. <laughs> he's like so chill and he's not into the celebrity thing. So it makes sense that he was like, I just wanted to marry this girl and it became so hectic. And we know J-Lo, like she's over the top. She loves a wedding. She's been engaged multiple times. Yes. And each time the wedding has not happened because of how big she wants the wedding. Yeah. Her and a been planning we're planning that wedding for the longest time i know so i just know that she was with the diva ish and benny was like i can't yeah and then then he went and married jennifer gardner who's like the antithesis of j-lo like hometown barefoot normal yes wholesome girl wholesome plain girl a wholesome all-american girl yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she got tired of his shit because he's also kind of a mess. <laughs> he's a hot ass mess. Yeah. But like to me, that's probably like fun. Like he's like, let's have yeah, drinks. He's toxic. <laughs> like let's have drinks and like listen to music and like have a lot of sex. And it's like and that's right up <laughs> J Lo's alley because we also know J Lo might be a nympho. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel like. I don't know. Like, do you really go back to an ex at that age? Yes. <laughs> he is like that one toxic ex that's fine. And you're like, yup, I'm going back. This is comfortable. This is familiar. We just uh, But they mesh. were together 17 years ago. That's a long ass time. This is Halsey and g Easy vibes. I don't know. <laughs> this is wild. Yeah. I just don't, this is going to be, this is going to crash and burn. This isn't lasting after the summer. This is like Definitely hot girl not. summer. This is a hot girl <laughs> summer relationship, but I'm here for it. Because I, I cannot see, like, is really about her business. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got her line. She's got her, her, her partnerships. She's got her movies that she's producing. And, like, Ben is... Ben does a lot of producing. Mm-hmm. We know he's in his producer director bag. Yeah. But I just cannot see. I just, I don't. This isn't going anywhere. It's definitely not going to go past like, uh, this is fun and this is my rebound thing. But honestly, I feel like the simulation is finally getting back to normal. Mommy was saying. Jenny from the block and Benny, Trap Money Benny, are back together. Mommy was best, basically like, J-Lo had to tell A-Rod who the fuck she is. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. what J-Lo is doing right mm-hmm. now. She's yeah. like, oh, Oh really? Mm-hmm. You gonna get with that mommy little girl? Yeah. Okay, let me t- let me show you how I do it. Yeah, I'm still fine, and I can get somebody better than you. And he's a list. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. I just am like, at that age, do we still get back with our exes? Yes. <laughs> I mean, if J Lo can do it, why not? J Lo is Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> She can reinvent herself. She can get back with whoever she wants. Like, Carrie and Aiden almost got back together in... Um, the second movie. The second movie. Do you know he's coming back for the t- the show? So I heard. And Big isn't. And Big isn't. Like, what? Don't make sense to me. What is happening over there? Yeah, but Jenny from the block can do no wrong. And I love this for Sis. I, like, love this for Sis, but I'm just like... I just, I want to, I feel like it doesn't really make sense to me. I just like can't wrap my head around. Like I need to see them together on a red carpet to really truly believe it. 
I don't think they're gonna be together on a red carpet, but they are gonna have some spicy shots on vacay. Sure. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then do you wanna talk about Chrissy Teigen? Oh my god, this Chrissy Teigen drama is a lot. Yeah. Okay, so basically people are calling for her head and <laughs> again again like she really can't catch a break this is why y'all can't be tweeting so much like i just don't understand why people have not learned to like go through their tweets and delete them like you can literally search your name and any word and all of your tweets with containing that word comes up and you just delete trust me it works <laughs> I believe that everyone should just tweet less. Like, what? Why are you talking so much, girl? But, like, when Twitter was really big, let's say 2009, 2010, 2011, like, true. the thing was not to tweet less. It was to tweet everything. Yeah, that's true. So, this time around, I mean, this is such a complicated story. Okay, so there was this girl. She was 16 years old at the time. Courtney Stodden. Courtney Stodden. She was married to a 51-year-old man who basically groomed her, groomed her parents, and got them to agree to letting him marry her. Of course, she was a minor, and so, like, what... She she thought she was in love. She thought she was, like, gonna be big time. Isn't Courtney Stodden famous, though? Yeah, but she got famous because she was married oh, to this guy. Oh, okay. Um... So then when everybody found out about this, somehow it like became like front page tabloid news. It was like 16 year old girl marries 51 year old man. And then they became like reality stars. They were on marriage boot camp. They were mm. on Dr. Um, Drew. They did like countless TV appearances, interviewed by everybody, like on everything, funny or die, mad TV. Like they were everywhere. Mm hmm. And it was always the, the, the press coverage around it was like this bimbo girl marries this man. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like this creepy old man marries a teenager. Yeah, definitely. And so she was slut shamed, just talked about all wrong, like put in these really uncomfortable situations, like she went on dr drew and they it was this whole thing or a question about like whether her boobs were real or fake and so they literally had a doctor like ultrasound her breasts and she was 17 years old at the time on live television what on earth i women you see women we've really come a long way <laughs> yeah and you know the 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 audience was all women and they're like oh, okay like good for you you're telling the truth like it was you know like very just very vile things that, that would never fly today never like that era of tv like of just society was really extremely sick sick mm -hmm. anyways so she would be harassed obviously so this is at the beginning of twitter now the height of like reality tv and Everybody was just like awful to her. One of the people that were awful to her online was Chrissy Teigen. And she basically would say to her like, I hope you take a dirt nap. <laughs> like, um, like, I hope you kill yourself type Go thing. to sleep forever. And she would DM her things like, you need, I hope you die. 
I hope you kill yourself. I can't wait until you die. Like, really? Oh, like, she's like, basically, she said in this article she's done recently because she's writing a book. She's like, you know, a lot of celebrities were really awful to me. And I just, I just had to take it. And I was 16 and 17 years old. Okay, I don't understand why Chrissy is such a troll either. Like, she really (laughs) is with the troll shit. Really and truly. Yeah. And at the time, Chrissy was 27. So... (laughs) I wish you you guys could see my face right now. So she wasn't even, like, a young girl. You know, she wasn't, like, a 15-year-old. She was a grown woman. Grown-ass woman. And so, of course, everybody was calling her out, like, this is completely vile, disgusting, and of course she she apologized. She says that she's tried to connect with her privately, um, but she also wanted to issue a public apology since what she did was public and how deeply sorry and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, this is now like the third or fourth person that Chrissy has, has been <laughs> revealed to have harassed on Twitter. <laughs> and it's just really unfortunate because so many people like her. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, Chrissy, you're a problem. She really is. I wonder how John feels about this. Like, I wonder how he feels when everything co- comes out. And he's just <laughs> looking over at her like, girl, what were you doing? What was the reason? What was the reason? <laughs> really and truly, what was the reason? Yeah. I just don't... I I will never understand the mindset of someone that's going to, like, go on Twitter and say, like, things like that to another human being. Like, much less a child. Like, I don't know. I just think it's so... I don't understand the mindset. Even at the height of, like, Twitter, I just feel like there's no reason. There there's, was no reason. There was no reason. So... Yeah, that's the drama with Chrissy right now. Mm-hmm. But apparently, I heard, I don't know, I need to fact check this, but supposedly Target is dropping her line. No way. Apparently, like, that's what I read in a tweet, but I needed to fact check that. I haven't. Yeah. Supposedly, allegedly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Hmm. <gasps> oh, oh, they are? Chrissy's cookware line is off of Target's <gasps> website. What? Wow. Damn. That's crazy. An instance of cancel culture working? Wow. I mean, you can't tell a, a child to kill themselves. Yeah, that's there, not right. There are, are limits. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's just so far over the line. And she can't even say, like, I was young and dumb. <laughs> is real grown yeah wow is that's real grown yeah she she had her kids at like 30 so yeah she was about to be a mom and she was harassing a child right great nice (laughs) my gosh but anyways thank you for explaining that to me because i read like a little instagram thread about the situation Uh but i wasn't really sure what was going on yeah um another thing that i'm completely lost on because i was just so busy this week is the porsche drama so she she texts someone man we don't really know okay so porsche williams real housewives of atlanta she posted over the weekend for Mother's Day that she was like having a barbecue with her family and this man was in the photos and the videos and she had a huge engagement ring on her finger. And everybody was like, hold up. 
homegirl being this woman named Fallon that appeared on this season of Fallon, yeah, of the the real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Basically, was like she, this girl was like a friend of the cast. She was trying to be introduced, but she wasn't. She didn't really play a big role, but she was yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Portia and her were seen together, like at her home, uh, in pictures, going to <laughs> events, you know, and apparently. This woman and her husband filed for divorce in January of 2021. They're in divorce proceedings. Apparently, it's finalized Mm -hmm. at this point. Okay. Portia and her, this guy, Mm -hmm. met four weeks ago, she says. They fell madly in love, and now they're engaged to be married. but she didn't. She's friends with Fallon. She's friends with Fallon. So, they met before. But they, like, connected. They connected four weeks ago. They didn't meet four weeks ago. Yeah, they connected four weeks ago and fell madly in love and are now engaged to be married. Planning their life together. Her, Portia's baby daddy is okay with it. He was at the barbecue. They were all in pictures together. Everybody seemed happy. They're learning to co-parent. They're figuring out what's best for their family and moving forward with love. So she take people, man. But apparent, but there's also videos and pictures that have surfaced of him like two months ago with some other chick oh. in his car, like in New York, like you know, out in the streets. So he's for the streets. He's for the streets. <laughs> oh my but gosh! I guess he really likes Portia because he put a ring on her finger. That don't mean he's still ain't for the streets. This is true. <laughs> But, you know. Wow. So you watch Portia and Fallon out and about be friends. And then a couple months later, you watch Portia with homegirl's husband. Yes. But it's like friends on a show. It's not like they're real friends. You know, it's like. Yeah, but still. Oh, still. It's like, I don't know. I guess she, but she, Portia said, she's like, me and this girl are not really friends. Like, we're not friends. Like, you might have seen her on the show, but like, we're not friends. So That's I didn't. Just so flawed. so she's basically like I did not break girl code. <laughs> like, if you know the person, that's breaking girl code. Is it? I think it is. If you know the person, yeah. If you know the person, really? Yeah. You think so? I think so. If y'all don't hang out, if we don't hang out, like and I, I know, know you. If I met you before. And we had a conversation. We was kikiing. Yeah? Yeah. You think so? Oh, definitely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so flawed. And okay, now I understand what's been happening on Twitter. Because I've seen so many tweets that are like, you can't bring people into your home. You can't introduce them to your man. There are some people you just can't do that. Oh my god! No, this, that's true though. Like you really need to know who to bring around your man. Like there are people that you're like, girl, you be looking way too hard. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think if we're friends, there's just like I don't want anything to do with anyone that you had anything to do with. Yeah. But like, if we're not really friends, like I don't know. I feel like, okay, a lot of people do that, but maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I'm just overly uncomfortable with it. I don't know. But I do have friends that date friends 
exes and like the friends are okay that's weird i like if we hang out i'm not dating your ex yeah and i expect the same exactly but if we don't hang out if you're just somebody i know like i know hundreds of people i don't know about that one miami is kind of a small place but there's gonna be some overlap with people if you know enough people there's a little bit of overlap sometimes, I think. Ugh, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I mean, I understand that, but I think it's okay. Mm-mm. If we're not friends, we're not friends. Like, I've never been in your home. You've never been in my home. I don't I know. I mean, she was in Portia's home, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. She was talking up in her face. Uh, they probably hung out all, t- all three of them at one point. If it was me, my man, and you hanging out at one point, and then you turn around and date my man, mm-mm. engage to my man, oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. It's on site. It's on site. <laughs> I don't. I don't be fighting y'all, but when I need to say my little piece, I be saying my piece, and I would tell them, listen, 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 Linda, you was wrong for that. <laughs> It was shysty. Yeah. Shysty. What did she say? What did homegirl <laughs> Um, I think she was just like, that was shysty. Oh, that was shysty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, for sure. There's just certain people like, if I even see you smiling too hard, I'm like, excuse me. Yeah. Like, I'm cutting that shit now in your face. I'm making everyone uncomfortable right now. Yeah. <laughs> Right now. Mm. <laughs> oh, but I think that's all we have for you guys, right? We definitely. That's it. Well, that was a lot. Oh, and Nikki is apparently dropping something tomorrow. I'm very excited about oh, that. Oh, apparently it's a single and she was wearing Crocs, pink Crocs in some video and she was also driving in a car, but she doesn't know how to drive. I don't know. Twitter <laughs> was going crazy over Nikki. <laughs> You saw those, right? Yeah. They were like, why is she driving like that? She doesn't know how to drive. She was driving very weird. Yeah. But I think it's because the person that was standing with the camera was like outside of the car. She couldn't drive off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But also she's from New York. I feel like she doesn't know how to drive. At this point, I think she knows how to drive. We've seen her drive before. She drives in music videos and stuff. In a music video? You think that's real driving? Sometimes. (laughs) No. It's not? I don't think so. I think she knows how to drive. She's lived in LA for long enough. Mm, I don't know about that. (laughs) Cardi B still don't know how to drive. And she got hella cars. (laughs) She don't drive them. I mean, that's a flex. I'm with that. Yeah. I would love that. If that was my life, hella cars no, don't know how to drive. Hey, yo, handle yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Anyways, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the TVNT podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to us wherever you are listening, whether that's Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, you know, all the places. Wherever you're listening to us, please leave us a five-star review. Tell us something nice. Only if it's nice. And if you're watching us on YouTube, feel free to subscribe and to give this video a thumbs up. And we will be back next Friday with another episode to serve up the tea on the latest TV and pop culture news. Bye, guys. Bye.